Welcome to Didache, where we are studying to show ourselves approved, rightly dividing the word of truth so we can worship God in spirit and truth, deepening our knowledge of God, thereby enabling us to deepen our love for God. Here is your host, Justin Peters. Welcome to the program, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that this finds you and yours doing well, and I want to thank you for joining me for this installment of the Justin Peters program. We are continuing our study today into the Jehovah's Witnesses, not study per se, I suppose, but replaying the witnessing encounter that I had uh, with these two Jehovah's Witnesses a few weeks ago in San Diego, California. And uh, today I'm going to, to back up just a couple of minutes, because I want you to hear again some of their uh, what they had to say about annihilationism. That'll be just the first like two minutes or so. And then it'll go into new territory. You'll hear them change directions because they have no answers for all of the scriptures that talk about eternal torment, smoke rising up, day and night, uh, no rest. They have no answers for these scriptures, so they just change the subject. They change and go in a different direction. You'll hear them do that today. And uh, they'll start start talking about civil responsibility and voting and all these sidebar issues, and they really want to dance around and, and stop. Uh, not they don't want to talk about who Christ is, uh, the, the the Trinity, um, uh, salvation by grace alone through faith alone. You will hear them say that they do not believe in a work salvation, uh, but they they really do, as as every theological cult does. So uh, this will be an interesting interesting little window again into their theology and their mindset. So without any further ado, uh, let us listen to our next to last. We'll wrap this up in the next program, our next to last little segment here of Witnessing to the Witnesses. The usage determines the, the context. He, yeah. he wrote the scriptures. Yeah. Man inspired by the Holy Spirit wrote the scripture so he's the author he determines the meaning of the word because of the context in which it's used yeah. it's like the Greek word repentance yeah. or the Greek word for repentance is metanoia means to change your mind yeah. but it does, that's not the full definition of repentance repentance just it doesn't mean just changing your mind mm-hmm. the Bible says John the Baptist therefore bear fruit in keeping with repentance. I can understand. That, I kept it. Paul grave said, is "Grave is grave." I don't but know. you look at how it's used in in the con, in the surrounding context, and you've got to do something with all of these passages that talk about the worm not dying, the fire not being I, I quenched, smoke takes, rising up yeah. forever and ever, yeah. day and night. Well, they, that's where Gehenna ties in there too. And I remember they, they have that dump outside of Jerusalem that would they burn with sulfur and it would continue on and on, and they. Jesus did use that as a reference for everlasting destruction. And so everlasting destruction is something that, that you know, you're going to be everlastingly destroyed, basically. But that was just a, a small illustration of a much larger reality. I mean, here it is. This is Revelation. We're talking about eschatology here. We're talking about the end times. Mm-hmm. And it says, the smoke of their torment. Yeah. Torment. Yeah. Conscious suffering. Yeah goes up forever and ever yeah. and they have no rest yeah. day and night I think it's they have point. no rest yeah. see your view is that people just cease to exist they just like poof they're gone Yeah. this says they have no rest 
day and night. Well, I, we, yeah, well. So what do you do with that? They have no rest day and night. There's, there's no just ceasing to exist. Well, that verse it is, it is very symbolic. Yeah. Okay, so the 144,000 is symbolic. It's all symbolic. Yeah. So let's just make it all symbolic. This is all just a fairy tale. No, you can, I mean, you can discern the parts that are and the parts that aren't. <laughs> yeah, it's, it seems pretty clear to me that that's not symbolic. That's pretty I, I literal. Think we, I think we leave it at this bit. I think we do this. Is that I think I think Justin makes a nice point. I mean, obviously, you are well versed in the scriptures. You you, you right, doing the traveling you do, and, and, and you're you're trying to seek the truth. And honestly, Patricia and I are honestly trying to do the same thing. You know, and, and I know you're going to go back to Mississippi and, and, and all that. And, and I think we have our, we, we have our, our differences, and, and that's okay. You know, we can all work that out, you know. You, you know and, and I know that we feel that we're honestly trying to study the Scriptures and apply it as best as we can and understanding it. And I know you're doing the same thing. Um, we have differences in opinion. We're not going to be able to solve that here. You know, and you're not going to do that, and we appreciate you sharing your thoughts, but um, um, we can, yeah. you know. And it, it is okay uh, in the sense, you know, that we come to different conclusions. That is okay in the yeah. sense, like, we're not Muslims, and we're not going to cut each other's heads off if yeah. we disagree. Yeah. That having been said, yeah. uh, what we've been talking about today are matters of eternal significance. And, but and, we're not going to change each other. You have your, well, you have your um, thought, and I have I, mine. I hope, though, I hope that um, when you all leave, and it's been my prayer since yeah. uh, we met the other day, yeah. that that what I've said will haunt you, and I say that in a loving way, that it will haunt you because if, if you're wrong, if you're wrong, it's going to be very, very bad. We feel the same way, though, so that's where we well, are. If I'm wrong, according to y'all, I just cease to exist, so it's not that big a deal. Well, yeah, it does, because then you don't have the opportunity to enjoy your family, benefit, the, benefit from oh. living on Earth, and, and there's a many other benefits to live on Earth without having to use things like that and to be able to benefit from that and really truly well, live life. Because remember how Jesus said, this is not the real life, the real life is to come. So I agree. So you, but heaven, the great thing about heaven is not that I won't have my crutches. Yeah. It's not that I'll... You know, be you re- reunited with family. Huh? What would you do in heaven? Worship God. I'll what en- else would you do? The, that's the chief purpose of man is to to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. What's the purpose well, of the beautiful earth then? If everybody goes up to there, everything. The purpose of everything is to glorify God. Everything. Yeah, but what's the purpose Romans of the 11, earth? The birth was Romans will never be destroyed. It's got the perfect positioning, the perfect thing for for for. Um, well, for it'll, humans it'll to live. be destroyed and renovated, but but and then who's gonna live down here? The, those who are in Christ. I mean, in the, heaven, though, you gotta come back down. Well, the New Jerusalem, when that when that is mm-hmm. completed and comes, the, the fifteen hundred mile cubit, yeah, cube, yeah, um, yeah, that will be here on Earth. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the 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 glory of heaven is Christ. Can I ask you a question? Do you vote? Do yeah, you vote for, you yeah. Vote? I vote. Mm-hmm. So do you, who, you, you, you can either go Republican or Democrat. So if you think a candidate here is going to really provide the solution to mankind's problems, what, do you, what does oh, that say about God's kingdom? I don't think. But then why do you vote for somebody? Because God in his sovereignty uh, has sovereignly given us in the United States 
an opportunity to vote. Uh, Romans 13, there is no authority that has not been established by God. Relative subjection to God except when it goes against his authority. Jesus never got involved. Jesus didn't vote. Jesus never got involved in politics. Well, Jesus didn't have an opportunity to vote. They didn't have elections. But, okay, but they wanted to make him king, and he ran away, and he... he yeah, Jesus didn't come to be a... Yeah, I guess you guys probably don't vote, right? We don't. Pacifist. We, no, we don't. We're not pacifist. It's from the standpoint is that, that Jesus said, my kingdom... Is not of this world. There's no part of this world. Look, I like Ronald Reagan as a president. You could raise Ronald, theoretically, figuratively speaking, you could raise Ronald Reagan from the dead, put him in the White House. We're still going down. I believe this this world is under judgment. It's under God's judgment. It's under the wrath of his abandonment. Romans chapter 1. Whoever's going to win is going to win. But I don't lose any sleep over it. I'm going to vote because God has given sovereignly given us a system in which we can vote, but this is not where my home is. Well, what if we get attacked? Would you would you want would you support your church and having members of your church join the services to protect the country? Uh your I, church I would not. That? Does your church support that? Uh, does your church support church well I mean yeah you would find a little bit of varying opinions okay, in so our church. The question is is that you're not supposed to kill you're not supposed to kill anybody. Well, there's a difference between killing and murdering. Killing is not forbidden. Murder is. There, there is a, there's just war. I mean, read the Old Testament. God sent Israel into war a lot. But Jesus, Jesus came and changed that. And obviously, you're right. Yeah. Jesus said that, well, that we're supposed to love our neighbor. And who is your neighbor? The Samaritan. Right. But John, th- these are sidebar issues. No, no, no. These are the core issues. I think. Uh-huh. As you think about the standpoint is this. The point I'm trying to make is is that um, we're going to have our differences. We're going to walk away, which is fine. But the core thing is is that. You know, if if someone from what, what, evangelical is that what? what, what uh, non-denominational, just if, a Christian. But if Jehovah's Witnesses, for example, if 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 there was a, a disagreement between Germany and the United States, you're not going to have any. Not one Jehovah's Witness is going to be on the German side or on the United States side shooting at each other. Um, there's history that proves that the first ones in the concentration camps in Nazi Germany were Jehovah's Witnesses. First ones, there were Germans. He was trying to make an Aryan nation. Jehovah's Witnesses would be politely say "Good Morgan," but they wouldn't say "Heil Hitler," which means salvation we owe to Hitler. They were the first, you go to any of the you go to the Holocaust Museum back in in um, Washington D.C. Jehovah's Witnesses will not go to war and kill their brothers. And if you if every religion was like that, would there be any more war? <laughs> well, if a frog had wings, he wouldn't so, bump his rear and so hop So there's it 8 million Jehovah's Witnesses today in all languages. I can pretty much fly to any country and show up at any meeting, and there'll be well, complete harmony. I don't care what language. I don't care what background. Hutu Tutsi, you know what they were doing? You know the whole strategy? Jehovah's Witness, Hutu, or, or, or vice versa, were, were hiding the other tribe to protect them, and some of them lost their lives. Love of neighbor, love, and so that's one identifying mark of Jehovah's Witnesses that you'll see is that we will not go to war. We don't get involved in the conflicts of the world because we are focused on God's kingdom. That is a huge thing. That's all Jesus. The number one thing Jesus talked about in his preaching was the kingdom of God. John, my citizenship, and everybody in my church will tell you this: my citizenship is not in the United States of America. My citizenship is in heaven. 
not because of who I am, not because of anything I've done, but solely by the merits of Jesus Christ in His finished work on the cross. Now, another big... That's you, but not your, not your church. Oh, everybody doctor. in my church would have. Oh, yeah, everybody but in my church would have. you said they would go to war, though. I, maybe some way. I don't know. But they understand that this is not our home. If they were... Nobody in my church is... But they vote for the president. Yeah, they vote. I mean, but God has given us a, a, a system in which we can vote. Mm-hmm. Look, that's side stuff. That's okay. side stuff. Okay. What is important is what, who Jesus Christ is mm-hmm. and what he did on the cross. Now, another big difference between you and me, okay. you believe in a work salvation. You believe that you you, you do. Jehovah's Witnesses have... Not even close. So you don't have to do any work to to earn your salvation? Not at all. No. I, I, I Honestly, when I, started I learning, the... when I started learning the Bible, when I started learning the Bible... I would. I did not want to go out and talk to people about that. I, I said, I, I'm, I said, I love what I'm learning, but I am not going to do that. But now I do it on a on a more of a full time basis in a way because I'm compelled to. I mean, I feel zealous. I want people to know, just like you're zealous about everything you put together and you prayed for us, which I thought was very nice, and and really thought about a lot of these points. Why are you doing it? Because you are compelled. Because of what you know, I feel the same way. And so, yeah, it, no, I want. I feel appreci- I feel very appreciative that that I was drawn to God. I feel appreciative of how it's affected my life, and I want to share with others. I don't know. You believe it. in salvation by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. Well, there's a combination that says faith without works is dead. So, okay, so on how we believe in how we treat people, on how we apply the scriptures, on how we does that, how we live our does lives. Does that earn Jehovah's favor? No, it doesn't earn. I wouldn't say that it earns his favor, but it definitely compels us to want to please him. Yeah. But it's not uh, where I feel, you know, I'm trying to earn it. Like, I'm not, I'm unworthy that, no, I have, I put complete trust in, not trust, but appreciation for the ransom by the son jesus christ no jesus said in basically and, and then part of the works is as jesus said that you will become my disciples and says in matthew chapter 20 it says 18 19 it says go therefore to all the nations baptizing them and so we are to teach them the things that we've learned so jesus whole ministry was all about helping people to see the kingdom and that interesting you should bring that up because he says in the name of the Father and the, the name of the, the Son Holy Spirit. and the name that. of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I, I get that. that Three that. different persons. Yeah, yeah. That we can talk about that discussion, but but um, but the point is, is that on this particular rabbit foot, or whatever you called it, um, that that yeah, you know, it's like, um, do I feel like I have to put a certain amount of hours? If I don't, I'm going to be. I don't know what you said there about uh, earning it or whatever. I don't feel that way. Um, am I compelled to? Yeah. Um, do you believe in being born again? The scriptures do talk about that, and that is really referring to the anointed ones, the ones of the 144,000 that will be in heaven are going to be born again. Like I said, it gets confusing, and we run into it all the time, and I'm sure you probably do too, is that Jesus was primarily talking to the, the anointed ones that are going to be part of the 144,000. Because he talks about other sheep that are not of this fold or some other discussion. He's talking there. about the Gentiles and that. No, that's yeah, referring was. to because no, he says that no, they, they're going to they're going to have one voice, one shepherd. My so sheep know my voice. Yeah, but and there'll be other sheep that will. They're not this. I have full, other sheep that are but not. They this will become. They will become. He's talking one. about the Gentiles. Will become one. In that in that day, and age, there was basically two kinds of people, and they're they're mm-hmm. Jews and Gentiles, Jews and non-Jews. Yeah. 
and Jesus was saying, yes, Jews will be coming into my kingdom, mm. so will non-Jews, Gentiles. Mm. He's talking about the Gentiles. Uh, Peter, Peter obviously is the uh, apostle of the nations, but um, that's not really, okay, that's fine. I mean, that's not the way I, I get that point, but that's okay. But, um, but yes, as far as born again, yeah. um, we do believe that in the, what the scriptures teach about being born again for those who are anointed. But and it's a different different hope. It's a different hope for us. I'm not. I don't. I don't feel I have that. I'm one of the anointed. I haven't felt the Spirit speak to me as it brings it, out. As it brings out that it has for those who mm-hmm. are of the anointed. And where the scriptures do speak of them that way, we are we benefit from from that, absolutely. But that's more in regards to how once this all everything's restored back to God's original purpose, then yes, we we do get the benefit of all that. Being here on the earth, I'll I'll leave this with y'all that that there's a very big difference between Jesus being a created being and being the creator. Okay. Very big difference. In Colossians 1.15, and I say this in love to you guys, your translation has got it wrong. Mm-hmm. John 1.1, 1, 1, your translation has got it wrong. It, it, it is... I would get the same thing from your translation. No, no, you wouldn't. There's a big difference between the word, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. There's a big difference between that and the word was a God. There is a difference as wide as all of eternity between that. But that is talk, not the same but thing. But the Holy Spirit's not involved in a lot of these discussions, but if, if they're all equal, why isn't the Holy Spirit discussed along with them, God and Son, all the time? It's The Holy Spirit is discussed. Future, not all the time. When the baptism came, um, when you go make disciples... Yeah, I mean, Acts chapter 5, uh, Ananias and Sapphira, uh, Peter said, you have not lied... Uh, to men, but to God, referring to the, why have you lied to the Holy Spirit? You right. have not lied to men, but to God, equating the Holy Spirit with God. Yeah. The Holy Spirit can be grieved. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit. You can't grieve a force. Yeah. You know, it's like no, we're not like talking. The Holy Spirit is not. It's not Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's not Yoda and yeah. Luke. You can't grieve a force. Yeah. You can grieve a person, and only a person. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can, can be grieved. He's a person. He has. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that that was um, interesting for you. It, uh, I backed it up just a little bit so you could hear once again their um, defense, vain defense of annihilationism and the very serious implications that go along with that. And then uh, you know they they had no support. If you you might remember that um, I, when I was talking about how the smoke rises up and they have no rest day and night, and I kept emphasizing no rest, and John just said, yeah, yeah. He, he had no answer for that. He had no answer for that. And um, as has been their pattern throughout the entire witnessing encounter, when he has no answer, he just changes subjects. And then he went into basically uh, civil responsibility and how they don't vote. And I said, well, and you know, of course, they would say that the, that voting is not in the Bible. And in fact, I've even heard some Christians, uh, some 
pretty doctrinally sound Christians say that uh, that we should not vote, or if you don't want to vote, it's okay because voting is not in the Bible. Well, that's an argument from silence. Crockpots aren't in the Bible either. The Bible has nothing to say about crockpots. So you know you can't you can only take that analogy so far. But they're they're very much against uh, voting. Uh, they're they're pacifists, even though he says they're not. They are. And my response was that God, in his sovereignty, has given us a system in which we have some say-so from a human standpoint, some say-so over who our next leaders are. And he's, he's sovereignly given us a system in which we can vote. And so I am going to exercise that right, and I am going to vote, because that's the system that has pleased God to give me. And that's an opportunity that I have, and so I take it. But uh, they're they're very very big on that, and it's actually really sad to hear him say that. Uh, uh, he said there's eight million Jehovah's Witnesses in the world, and you think about that, eight million—that's a very small number. Uh, that, that that's that's very small number, eight million. Um, but boy, they seem there sure seems to be more than eight million of them, doesn't? Because you see them absolutely everywhere. Uh, hats off to them to their um, fervor and in doing their own perverted form of evangelism, but uh, 8 million. And he said that there's uh, there's a, a peace in, uh, you know, fellowship. I don't think he used the word fellowship, but that's basically what he's getting at. And, and that was very sad. Uh, that, that was very, very sad. Uh, but you would expect that because they are in a cult. And anytime you, you find a cult, you'll find people who are uh, brainwashed and uh, theologically washed in a perverted sense, that um, have unity, birds of a feather, uh, flock together. And uh, so it's uh, very sad to hear that because you and I know, and I, I can certainly say because I've been all around the world, and there is sweet fellowship there between uh, myself and brothers and sisters in Christ when I go into foreign countries and never met them before, but there's an in instant bond, a kindred spirit uh, and there, in fact, a love that's there, I, I, a love that is there for my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, even though I've never met them, never laid eyes on them, even though we may speak a completely different language. Uh, but uh, they, they have their own very perverted form of that. So it was a, it was a heartbreaking witnessing uh, encounter. Uh, I still grieve over them. But we do have one more day, one more day of this. I will uh, play the conclusion of my witnessing encounter, witnessing to the witnesses. I will play the conclusion of that in our next program. And then what I think I'll do after that program, I'll have kind of a wrap-up program, and we'll go through some of the doctrines of the Jehovah's Witnesses and talk about um, what they believe and talk about how to answer their beliefs from Scripture. Thank you very much for listening, dear ones. I appreciate it so much. I love you. I pray for you. And until our next time together, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Thank you for listening to Didache. We hope that you were encouraged and edified by what you just heard. If you have a question or comment for Justin, or interested in more teaching resources, or would like to have him come and preach at your church or conference, you may contact him at justinpeters.org.